uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are here on this, the 19th day of October, 2022. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Big J. Yeah! How you doing, Big J? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Hey, I got something here for you. Huh? I got you some groceries. Thanks, man. No, I'm just kidding. Here's your present. My present? Your present, your birthday present. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, sorry, I didn't have a nice thing. I was like, I got it last night. It came in the mail. I was like, hey, I'm going to give it to you. Now, one of the things in there is for the boys. That's for the boys, yeah. It's like a cookie drawing thing. Oh, that's cool. Thanks, man. They'll like that. Give them some work to do. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. And this is not for the boys. That's for you. Okay. Hey, man, look at this. It's a brand new hoodie. It's a brand new uh, hoodie. Oh, I like it. It's a Packers be... hoodie. Shame on the team for not being uh, well prepared for this. Oh, it's nice. Thanks, Yeah, buddy. it's uh, one of the salute to service Oh, yeah, it is. It's really uh, cool. Hoodies. Oh, look at the patch on it. Yeah, dude. yeah. Nice. Is it personalized? No. Does it have my name and number on yes. the back? That's number my phone number, dude. Zero. Oh. <laughs> nice. I like it, dude. Thank you very so, much. Yeah, man. I'm going to wear this. I've always wanted one. Uh, salute to service hoodie? Yeah. Why did you get yourself one? They don't come in my size. Oh, Big J, no. That can't be true. Yeah. Thank you. It's true. I appreciate so, it. Uh, there you go, man. Happy birthday. Sorry it was a week or two late. It's all right, man. I don't. Presents mean nothing to me. All I need oh, is okay. your friendship, Big J. Take that Jay. back and return yeah, it. Dude, I mean, it means to something to me that you got me a present, but that's not, that's not what's important to me on my birthday. Just the fact that you're my friend, or at least you pretend to be, is important enough to me. So thank you very much for your friendship, Big J. It's rare. It is. Today on the show, Big J's got a movie review for us. He sat down and watched a Netflix program that is called The Curse of Bridge Creek. Uh, did I get that right? The The Curse of... You watched oh, the movie, no, buddy, I, so... I did, and I, I keep trying to remember what the name of the movie is, not because... Well, uh, Cur- uh, Bridge Hollow. Curse Bridge of Bridge Hollow, Hollow. yes. I remember it, because I was like, it's like Sleepy Hollow, but it's not Sleepy Hollow. Big J watched that movie. He, uh, despite not remembering the title, will hopefully remember the film and give you a review of it. The whole family watched it. Coming up a little bit later on this morning. That's going to be cool. We have another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. That is happening at 7.30. A code word for inflation retaliation. Boy, we'd like to give away $1,000 today. We did so yesterday with Russell. Congratulations to him. We'll have another $1,000 winner today and another batch of people to qualify for that $1,000 with five different code words happening throughout the day. Your first one's coming up a little bit after 9 o'clock. Plus, I need some help and assistance to uh, alleviate something that I'm doing to myself, and uh, oh, yeah, it's not its not great, ugh. but it's also not world-changing. I mean, it's not gonna—it's not as gross as you just made it sound, but uh, it's not awesome, and I'll need some help in this area. But we play music on this show, so let's get started with some Ozzy here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X. 
The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Treasure Valley, enjoy your two days of fall because it's about to kick into high gear. We're going to get some cold weather this weekend. It's been a long, hot summer. Lots of high pressure, lots of dry conditions, lots of warmer than normal temperatures. But that pattern is going to change it up beginning, and it's going to happen pretty fast. We're going to have some low-pressure stuff come through the area. From the Gulf of Alaska, Big J, say hello as it passes by. And the weather's going to be pretty nice through Friday, and then it's going to get bonkers. Basically, uh, the front will arrive on Saturday, and then you're going to see the showers, the breezy conditions, the temperatures in the 50s, Big J. In other words, no more warm air is going to be passing through the Treasure Valley. And that's going to last all the way through next week, if the meteorologists are to be believed. And so, basically what I'm saying is, this is your week of fall, and then it's going to turn into winter beginning next week. So, get ready. Batten down the hatches. Enjoy. The hoodie weather you'll get for like two days, and then it'll be cold, and we'll all be complaining about that. Not me. No, no, no. Not you. Certainly not you. But uh, it is one of those deals where Idaho has this tendency to have fairly short uh, middle seasons, Big J. Spring and fall don't last long around here. That's true. It seems to transition into very long summer, very long winter, and that's what we're getting ready to do once again this year. Just a reminder, it's going to begin probably this weekend. Tom Brady, Big J, he's speaking out about his personal life because you can't hear enough about it. And he says that he compares wearing an NFL uniform to a military uniform, Big J. The future Hall of Famer says that every new football season is like being deployed as a military service member. Uh, he has a podcast, Big J. What do you think his podcast is called? Uh, the Champions Sit no. Down. No. It's it's his catchphrase. Maybe that'll help you? No. What do you, let's go. Let's go. Oh, okay. The podcast is called Let's Go. And he says that he looks like a football season, like going the way to war. And that's probably why his personal life has fallen apart as he treats it very seriously. And he, of course, is taking on the Panthers this Sunday. So I guess enjoy the battle, question mark? Hey, the uh, NA, the baseball playoffs underway yesterday. The Yankees-Guardians game finally got played. Yankees win 5-1. to one. They're moving on to take on the Astros in the ALCS. Now, the downside to winning yesterday was that was a postponed game, which means the Yankees pretty much right after the victory had to get on a plane and head down to Houston because game one is tonight between the Yankees and the Houston Astros. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies ended up beating the Padres last night 2 to nothing to lead in Game 1 of that series. And so we got Game 2 for that matchup later on tonight. And the NBA tipped off yesterday. Just a couple of games on the docket, but the Celtics beat the 76ers and the Warriors over the Lakers. And the Warriors received their championship rings yesterday as well. Comedy Central is trying to figure out what they want to do once Trevor Noah decides uh, he's uh, hanging it up for The Daily Show. Apparently, that's going to be in uh, December. And the Comedy Central Network says they're considering having two or three kind of rotating hosts this time around. And you can see what they're going to do and maybe won't decide on something permanent or maybe the rotation is permanent, a la Big J Jeopardy. How they're kind of going back and forth Mm. between a couple of hosts currently. They may take on that particular format in Comedy Central. December 8th will be Trevor Noah's last show for the network, and then they'll figure out what to do going forward from there. That's the latest from Bush. It is called More Than Machines here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I need some advice, Big J. I'm hoping I'm not the only one that's done this, but it's been a long time since I've done it this bad. And... 
I don't know what to do. I'm pretty sure it happened when Cut I was <laughs> when I was chewing gum yesterday, and it happens from time to time where you know sometimes you bite the inside of your cheek, right? Or, oh yeah, like, yeah, that's the worst. And so I've done that. I did it, and I must have clamped down on it like super hard because here's the problem, like. It got to the point where it pro- it swelled up a little bit, you know, because I got it really good. And so what happened was, yes, I it, my cheek is like dog food on the inside of my mouth because I bit it like seven times yesterday because it's like gotten in the way of my stupid teeth after I bit it that one time and I can't stop biting my cheek. Help me. What do I do? I have no idea, man. It hurts and I don't like it. And I'm like, I'm 45 years old. How am I still doing this on a regular basis? And it's uh, maybe I'll do it like, I don't know. It feels like it's happened a bunch, but it's not like a whole bunch. But I'm like, how am I in such a hurry to like chew my gum that I have to eat? Right, exactly. Like I was coming down on it fairly, very hard. Just grinding at it. And I got my cheek nice and good. And now it's like all like, you know, you can feel like the pieces of the cheek hanging off. You understand what I'm saying, don't you, Big J? Yeah. Where it's just like dangling there and, you know, like the inside looks like some sort of like zombie skin. And you don't like it. And I'm sure it was probably bleeding at some point yesterday. But you don't want to think about it. And and I keep hitting the same spot. That's the bitch of the bunch. Yeah. Is I keep coming down on the same part. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? And like, is there like, do you take down the swelling by like putting ice on it? Do I, I go to I, urgent care? Yeah, no, not urgent care. Come on, man. <laughs> do I go to the doc of the box and nah, go, how usually, do I stop usually, biting my tongue? Usually, uh, the, the stuff in your mouth it heals up faster than the rest of your body. So, oh, is that true, Dr. Big J? Yeah, exactly. What, what is that? What makes that happen? Because the bacteria in your... Uh, oh, the grossness makes you heal yeah. faster? That's an interesting take. I know. That's how it was explained to me. Because I, I, you know, I would sometimes when you burn your up your mouth through your mouth, sure, you know, you what was basically happening is you're melting away that skin, and then it repairs itself. Yeah, it does. That so, seems to, to go pretty well in like a day or two. But yeah, like there's not a whole. I mean, at least from what I could tell, there's a difference between like burning the roof, the skin of the roof of your mouth, where you can feel it like dangling there, and it's also gross. But like there's swelling involved in this, which makes it harder yeah. to like get it out of the way. So you have to be almost. Like making sure that you're not biting your cheek, which is not something that you're used to doing. But it's still one of those things where, like, if I could get a life hack where I could just stop biting my cheek like a rabid Let's idiot, see. Uh, it'd be nice. Trisha on the TDS uh, fiber text line says, use salt water. Oh, that's scary. Okay. Yeah. I, but I, and I, drink I, it until you throw up. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I added, that. <laughs> I added that part. Make yourself sick. And then so you'll be use better. salt water. All right. Kind of like I think if you were to have like let's say a some sort of ring or you know um, what do you call those things when you get uh, piercing? Ah. So when you get a piercing and you use uh, I think uh, a certain kind of salt water wash. I've never had a mouth piercing, yeah. so I can't speak to that. But I do remember like my grandmother used to have me gargle salt water when I had a sore throat when I was a kid. That was like a home remedy. I don't know if it was something that I used, but that is something I'm familiar with. So if I just do like a saltwater rinse, that may help. Thank you, Trisha. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I'm not going to use the salt here because I don't know how long it's been here. And I don't <laughs> trust anybody, but I'll, I'll do it when I get home. Yeah, do it at home. I'll do it when I get home. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got a movie review from Big J. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> 
Again, Save, you're here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, you guys, the ex-listeners, selected a movie for Big J to watch and review for you on Netflix. It's called The Curse of Bridge Hollow. The it's Curse of Bridge Hollow. The number one movie on Netflix has been for over a week, and Big J understood the assignment because apparently not only him, but he physically forced his family to watch this movie as well. And yeah. how was it, Big J? Suckers. Uh, let's see. Here is... Uh, uh, the st- I'll remind you of the story, and uh, that is uh, the uh, the tagline, anyways. Uh, a teenage girl accidentally releases an ancient mischievous spirit on Halloween. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much what you have here. Uh, it stars Priya Ferguson. You might know her from Stranger Things. Okay. She plays uh, Erica. Well, I forget the other character's name's brother. So she's been a major part of the last couple of seasons anyways. Okay. Uh, Marlon Waynes is the father. And Kelly Rowland, that's Beyonce's sister. She's uh, the... Uh, they're not sisters, Big J. Oh, they're not? No. They just happen to be in a band together at one well, point. Well, you need to tell my family that, because that's what they told me. No. Sol- Solange Knowles is her sister, but uh, Kelly Rowland was just in Destiny's Child with her. Interesting. Okay. Uh, then they're welcome. totally wrong. I can't wait to tell them that. Rob Riggle uh, is in this, and Lauren Lampkiss uh, has got uh, a little bit role in it as well. And basically, uh, Marlon Waynes and his family just moved to this little town, uh, which has a uh, small university on it, and he is a professor there, and is uh, a science uh, professor of some sort. And uh, so he uh, not down with Halloween, because as they get there and they're starting to get into this house, the entire town, they love Halloween, Nick, of and everybody uh, puts up decorations. The next door neighbor, Rob Riggle, is really excited. He's got like he's a, a Walking Dead thing in his thing. It's it's fun, and um, and and they really uh, don't uh, don't like the Halloween thing except for the kid. Of course, she does, and she wants to participate. And she finds some friends in school, and they're all into the Halloween stuff. They're actually paranormal, you know, obviously uh, searchers. They're out looking for ghosts. Okay, and um, so it's right up their alley. And basically, she finds that the house that they're living in uh, was uh, was once used for. Uh, uh, seances and things like that way, way back in the 20s, and she accidentally releases a curse. No. This is a kid's movie. It is, okay. And I would compare the, say, say like to say, what movie should we watch? Should we watch The Munsters, right, from Rob Zombie, or should we watch The Curse of Bridge Hollow? Which one would be better? The Curse of Bridge Hollow would be your choice. Oh, I, I can't imagine it would be yeah, close. Yeah, uh, this is actually a funny movie, and uh, enjoyable, and you've got, a, obviously, uh, the father here has got some hang-ups as why he doesn't like Halloween, and he fights through that, and so you've got a feel-good story at the end, some scares, some jump scares, and things like that, and it's it's a lot of fun for the family. What does the spirit that she releases do? I mean, like, is it like a mischievous spirit or is it like an actual like no he's trying to take over the the world as usual Uh, is it like a person yeah, once upon a time was a person, Got and now he's a spirit, and uh, he pretty much goes into all the other Halloween costumes and things and brings them to life. Okay, okay. So, uh, that's the fun of it. And you know what? It really was enjoyable to watch. It was lighthearted, and I enjoyed it immensely. Did the family, the rest of the family enjoy it Yeah, as well? they loved it. All right. Uh, this sounds like it's yet another Big J-approved yeah, suckers. Movie. All right. You can't beat me down. I don't think they're trying to, to be perfectly well, honest. Well, they should be. They really should be. That's part of the game. I feel like you have always felt like this this segment is supposed to be a punishment and that's, that's not always the case it's usually the better uh the better segment is when i, I literally hate something and i want to go off and talk about how terrible something is but it's okay that you like things sometimes uh, that, let that be the lesson everybody. Yeah. it's okay to like things so it sounds like if you're looking for a family friendly funny holiday movie this is big j approved 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, Big J gives it the old thumbs up. It is available for you to stream on Netflix if you have it. If you're looking for some Halloween fun, The Curse of Bridge Hollow is available for you. Apparently, it's the number one movie on Netflix for a reason. Agree yeah, or disagree, yeah, Big J? Totally. All right. So check it out if you get the chance. After with Nick and Big J. Big J, it doesn't matter how popular your company is. You always want it to be more profitable. Agree or disagree? I guess that's the game. And if you are in the social media game, profit is king. And TikTok, Big J, I would say is arguably probably leading the charge for being one of the fastest growing social media networks out there. But they want to be more popular and they want more people to use it and they want to make more money. And so welcome to TikTok meets OnlyFans. The popular social media uh, site called TikTok is uh, launching an adults-only live broadcasting option. The app claims the feature is for things like, uh, you know, mature comedy routines or discussing difficult life experiences that won't get in the way for their all-ages audiences that are on TikTok. But basically what people are saying that are inside the company is that, listen, this is where sexually explicit content could also be included. Now, right now, TikTok has a very strict no nudity or pornography on the platform rule going on, but these would be adult-only access points. And what a lot of people are saying, what you may not know, is behind the scenes, TikTok employs a bunch of people that monitor the site for explicit content that's getting blocked. And the company spends a lot of money on salaries for that, and they want to not spend so much money on salaries. So they're thinking about, what if we eliminated some of those positions and allowed some of that content on our platform? And that could be the bottom line to all this kind of stuff. So you're thinking maybe the community guidelines will shift, and they're going to start to allow this, so there's going to be a little bit less people having to be gatekeepers for that stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, if you're looking for nudity, you'll soon be able to find it on TikTok. Much like you can find it on Twitter, say, if you looked hard enough. Uh, you can't find it on Instagram or Facebook, but there are certainly social, some social media aspects that do allow that side of things. And TikTok is looking to get into that world. So, it's not happening right away, but these are things that are going to be expanding soon. So, if you want to get your creep on, Big J, TikTok could be the place to go. No, thank you. Enjoy. Hey, there was some baseball yesterday on the big screen. Of course, the early game was the rescheduled of the rainout game the night before where the Yankees ended up beating the Guardians 5-1 to and moved on to the ALCS against the Houston Astros. Game 1 in that series will be tonight. And the Phillies beat the Padres 2-0 in Game 1 of the NLCS. And Game 2 will be today. The NBA tipped off last night, just a couple of games on the docket. Uh, Boston over Philadelphia and the Warriors got their championship rings and then defeated the Lakers pretty handily 123-109. to More baseball, basketball and baseball on tap today. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to do this, but according to today, they're making a sequel to Twister, Big J, at Universal Pictures. It's going to be titled Twisters, because of course it is. But the weird thing is, over half of the people that were involved in that first movie, Big J, have now unfortunately left this mortal coil. Yeah, they're dead, uh, man. Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, no longer with us either, but Helen Hunt apparently is going to be back and she is going to be involved in it minorly, but it's going to be about the children, uh, the daughter, basically, of Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton's characters, as she's a storm chaser like her parents were, you understand? 
And so we're seeing what's going to happen in like the future generation of Storm Chasers. And so now that's going to be where they're picking things up as we see what's going on. As long as there's more cows flying through the air, I'm sure people will be involved in Twisters. But I, I mean, I enjoyed the first one, but it was, I mean, that 1996 is a long time ago, dude. A long time ago. Yeah, so I graduated from high school and that so, year, man. Now we'll see how this all comes together, but they're thinking about putting it together. So again, nostalgia is king, and this is another way of them proving it over at Universal Studios because you could have a sequel to Twister coming soon. Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to technically New Jersey for today's We're Going to Hell story, although it's a story that kind of started in Tampa, Florida. And at the risk of this particular story giving a lot of us the heebie-jeebies, it's probably something that we've often joked about, we've talked about, but it's also one of those things that I've just discovered, courtesy of this story, happens way, way, way more than we think it does. And I'm talking about, of course, the famous Samuel Jackson line, get these mother bleepin' snakes off this mother bleepin' plane. Classic. Snakes on a plane happens way more than we think, according to a bunch of experts. The TSA pretty well equipped to keep a lot of materials off of getting on airplanes, but they still haven't figured out how to keep snakes from slithering on board. One of the big reasons why it happens more than we think, and there's probably been a ton of snakes on the airplanes that we've ridden on, is planes sit on that tarmac for a while, right, Big J? Yeah. And in a lot of cases, these airports are built around fields where there's not a lot of other things going on. You know, there's not a lot of airports in the middle of a city, right? Usually you have to go yeah. someplace else. And so that means there's a lot of tall grass, a lot of places where snakes like to be. And as that plane is just kind of sitting on the tarmac, that snake will kind of slither up and go, hey, everybody, what's up? And just kind of get in where it's not supposed to be via landing gear or whatever and crawl into nooks and crevices that we're not familiar with. And so according to a bunch of airline crews, snakes are on the plane all the time, bro. Damn. But it's very rare that a snake kind of makes its way into where the passengers are. And so, therefore, you know, out of sight, out of mind, Big J, right? I mean, you're not often thinking. I mean, now what I want you to do is every time you get on an airplane, I need you to go, you know what? There's probably a snake on here somewhere. Tell people to sit next to me. Then. Yeah, man, exactly. Go, hey, did you think know? I was listening to the radio the other day, and they told me something that made sense. It's like we're in the middle of a field. There's probably a bunch of snakes in this plane right now. I'm a big shot radio guy, and oh, I just did Yeah. It's excessive, but uh, they, they, snakes hit you free ride all the time. But this particular story is imperative because one of the snakes that did slither its way onto a plane ended up getting up into the you know overhead compartment bins. And mid-flight, as somebody was opening up the bin to get a bag, sure enough, the little snake popped its head out, kind of a thing. And you know what happens when people see a snake when it's not supposed to be there, right? In the middle of an airplane. Even if they're supposed to be there. (laughs) Yes, I I can't imagine a situation where that would be the case. But right, uh, the second somebody saw that snake, chaos on that plane. I mean, it was nutsy cuckoo. So they had to make an emergency landing because people were freaking out, right? And they're like, listen, we got to get this thing under control. We can't go all the way. So it did land without incident. It was immediately greeted by police and the airport's wildlife staff. 
what removed what was uh, found out to be a harmless garter snake. So it was just a little teeny tiny snake. But listen, that's not going to stop people from freaking out. You understand? Wouldn't stop me. Yes. If there, uh, It doesn't matter what size the snake was. If Big J saw it in the wild on the plane, he would not be a happy man. It was eventually released back into the wild, and so it's back doing snake things, but it led this story to come out that said, hey, listen, everybody needs to be aware that snakes happen on a plane a lot more than you think. So it is something that you need to be aware of, but know that, listen, it's okay if you don't, don't want to be around them. I can understand that as well. But you also never know if, like, it deliberately happens or something else is going on. So you have to, I guess, as always, Big J, what's the running theme around here lately? Head on a swivel. Always make sure you're looking around and comfortable with your surroundings and make sure there's no snakes happening. Because I don't care what kind of snake it is, I don't want it on my flight, and I certainly don't want it wandering around all willy-nilly, right? I mean, that's the first thing you ask the the staff on the plane. Is there snakes in this damn plane? Have you seen any snakes? To my knowledge, sir, this plane is snake-free. No, don't do that. That might be the... That might be... Like they're first, they put you on a list. You're right. Like, yeah, I'm keeping an eye they on this person. They could be like, why is that person asking me if there's snakes on this plane? I mean, that's a weird question to ask somebody, right? So yeah, I, I'm just saying, you know, don't be surprised. But like, like I said, it, you know, it's not like these stories happen every single day where the snakes pop out. Usually they stay down in the undercarriage and bad things happen to them because they're not supposed to be down there. And so you don't have to worry about it very much. But what I, I guess I was surprised by was by the crew of airlines that work on the tarmac saying, yeah, you know what? When we're like unloading luggage, it happens from time to time. We see him. And snakes are a thing. And so that's why airport places have their own wildlife section, just in case things get a little weird. So just be happy, I guess, if you're flying somewhere that you didn't see a snake on your plane today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Personal question, Big J. Yeah. When you're sleeping, fully nude, of course, for the lady. Yeah. Do you hit the snooze button when your alarm goes off? Um, it's, you know what? It depends. Probably in the middle of the week, I'm hitting the snooze button. Does the fact that you uh, sleep in a bed with another person impact the your, I guess, desire to hit the snooze button? You're like, I need to get up because I don't want my alarm to go off and wake up my wife? Yeah, generally. Sure, I wouldn't let it go off like five times right. or anything like that. Once is, you know... Too many my, times? My, is, once is my limit, gotcha. pretty much. I, I don't necessarily... Here's here's the thing. I used to be a one-alarm guy. Like, when I was married in a relationship, uh, for that particular reason, like, I didn't want to wake up the kids. I didn't want to wake up the wife. And so I was like, I need to get up on that first alarm to make sure it happens. And so I did, and I did that for years. And now I... No, I don't necessarily hit the snooze alarm, but I set like five different alarms all five minutes apart. Does that make sense? Yeah. With different tones so that they're increasing in like where I, mentally I have it attached to, oh, I'm hearing this tone. My ass needs to get up now just, if just I want to get done. Man. That's Jesus. what I, well, of course, but I'm, I'm saying that's what I do now because it gives me the, although I know it's fictionalized and not real, the feeling that I'm getting more sleep or I'm quote unquote sleeping in feeling when I'm actually yeah. not and I've got nobody else to have to worry about it other than me and as long as I'm hearing those noises I know I'm okay but the good news is if you do hit the snooze alarm and you feel guilty about it don't you're not the only one. A new study from Notre Dame University says about 60% of people use that snooze button every single day. Uh, about 33% of Americans do not get enough period sleep, period. So chronic sleepiness could definitely be a factor. If it's the tiredness, 
that makes you use the snooze button, then that's okay. But if it's just out of habit, then that could be a problem. And so it's something that you need to be aware of. Now, waking up naturally without an alarm is tended to show the best results as to how you feel in the day. Although I'll say this, I don't find that to be the case, at least during the week. Maybe it's because we wake up so early. But I'm like, if I wake up at 3.50, I'm not happy about it. That's 10 minutes before my alarm goes off. I don't want to be a part of that. I'd love to see like uh, one of these studies done for morning show people. <laughs> right. And uh, the results would be terrifying, I think. And they would say, you know what? We're going to forget we did this some research because you people are, are, are psychos. Right. There's and no way you're getting enough sleep, number one, and you get up way too early to function, number two. And so I agree with you. It frightened people what our, our schedule probably is and the times that our alarm goes off. But like if I wake up before my alarm goes off on the weekend on weekdays, I'm angry. I really am. I'm like, this sucks because now I have to get up and I know I'm not going to get any more sleep. So. so now it's so ingrained in my body clock that Monday and Tuesday in particular, I'll wake up before my alarm goes off and before way before 4 a.m. Yeah, my body clock does and, that too. And then uh, because I usually do other extra stuff here in the morning before the show, and then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I reset my alarm for later in the morning, and so I'll usually end up waking up to the alarm like I did this morning. Does it? Does this happen to you? Like, I don't. I don't set my alarm usually on the weekends, of course. And uh, it was two Saturdays ago. I woke up in a panic. Like it doesn't oh, happen you very think often. That you're late for work? Yes, because yeah. I, I, oh, I looked. Time. I turned around and I like woke up in a haze. And I looked at the clock and it was six thirty. And I st- like my heart started racing. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm super late." And then I'm like, "Hang on, man, it's Saturday." What are you doing? I don't even have my alarm set, and that's why I didn't get up. But uh, I, I hate that feeling, and I hate everything about it. And that was me naturally waking up, and I was technically sleeping in. And, but it was a crappy way to start the day. So just yeah. know that if you want to sleep in as well, it's okay, as long as you're not doing it on a super, super regular basis. Big J, uh, NBA and Apple are battling a little bit, uh, specifically the Utah Jazz. Uh, you're familiar with hashtags on Twitter, right? Yes. Do you know what hash flags are? No. So hash flags, I'm sure you've used them, but they're not incidental. Hash flags are what companies kind of pay for that gives an oh, extra yeah. animation or an extra e- emoji after a hashtag yeah, that you so put Yeah, so if in. I, I like hashtagged uh, Mandalorian, yes. it would show a little picture of the Mandalorian. That's it. That's a ha- that's a hash flag, and those are things that companies pay for so that they're trying to help promote their product, and it gives them an extra kind of thing to put it all together. Well, the Utah Jazz pay Twitter to use the hash flag Take note. It's one of their like sayings that they say because they're music. Get it, Big J? Take note. Yeah. And so they've been using that for the last couple of years. Well, this last couple of weeks, Apple has stolen that hashtag to try to promote its upcoming new iPad. And so it's an iPad note. And so they have been using the hashtag note. But in all of their advertisements, the Utah Jazz hash flag has showed up afterwards. And Utah finally called them out on it, going, "Hey guys, you might want to come up with something different. We're kind of paying. I mean, I mean, we don't mind." because it's trending for us no matter what but just know you have a basketball icon after your advertisement that you're doing for your new product you might want to switch it up a little bit so now they're going back and forth and trying to battle it out i'm not sure who's going to win i mean i guess technically utah was there first but i don't know if i want to battle apple in any kind of you know (laughs) intellectual property battle i'm not sure you come out on top of that but uh if you just know that these two things are going back and forth and maybe neither of them will be using the hashtag take note 
going forward. Your New York Yankees are moving on to the ALCS. They beat the Guardians last night in Game 5 of the DS, and so that Game 1 against the Astros is today. We also have Game 2 between the Padres and the Phillies. Phillies taking Game 1 last night. And once again, another thing that I feel like we've had this conversation before, but now if you believe the rumors coming out of Hollywood, they are officially working on a Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill to be reprised his role as Superman in an actual direct sequel to the 2013 movie Man of Steel, which number one makes me sad because they've wasted so much time to get to this. And, and number two, it also makes me very happy to see this continued story, but I wonder which way they're going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing. This wouldn't even be happening without Dwayne The Rock Jones. Of course, of course. Because he, he I guess, and this is a story, and I'm like, oh man, I, I, this is going to reveal probably a lot of stuff I don't want to know about the upcoming movie that uh, we're going to see here, but um, he, he, he sidestepped DC's head, uh, Walter, uh, what's his name? The guy who had been in charge. Yeah, of they the kicked DC. out. Yeah, yeah. and uh, after you know the merger was going on with Discovery, and he went to the Discovery people were going to be taking over, and was pretty much like, "Hey, this needs to happen," and uh, they're like, "Okay." So, yeah, it's really, so they're like, you know what? This guy's an idiot. He's doing all this stupid stuff. And yeah, we're going to bring in back Henry Cavill. And I'm like, thank God, because it's what we've most fans have been wanting forever. Yeah, I mean, and well, not only that, but also like, yeah, for some reason, uh, the former head of Warner Brothers and Discovery was not a big fan of where things went for obvious reasons. I mean, not everybody enjoyed every aspect of what the DCEU was doing, but they saw the numbers on J- Zack Snyder's Justice League and they saw the return of Henry Cavill. And they're like, hey, this seems like a smart play and so now you know Ben Affleck of course is returning in Flash and so a lot of these characters that have been established are coming back the problem is they've wasted 10 years in the process of all this stuff and so much cool things could have been happening and so many things could have been explored and now I feel like some of those doors have been closed just out of sheer timing but you never know what's going to happen in the future uh do not know who is attached to it i do not know if Zack snyder is involved in any way shape or form of course the original director and writer of man of steel so we'll see what happens for man of steel 2 but just know apparently it is officially on the books and ready to go so if you're excited about that like we are it's good news in big j Yes, that is right. And uh, tomorrow night, some funny is going to be happening at the Rev Center. Nick Swordson is going to be in town. We will hook you up with those tickets. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. If you want to get your giggle on, 208-287-1003 is our phone number for some free tickets to tomorrow night. You will have to defeat Big J in a battle of pop culture knowledge in order to claim these tickets and have fun at the Rev Center. So hopefully you come prepared. Big J, how are you feeling? Okay. Just okay. All right. Well, that could be a good sign for you. Hello, The X. Great. Good morning. Hello. 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 Try again. Hello, The X. Hi. Hey, good morning, man. What's your name? Steve. All right, Steve, you're up first. Steve, back in the day, MTV used to play music videos. What was the first video they ever played on MTV? Was it Money for Nothing by Dire Straits, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles, or Safety Dance by Men Without Hats? Video killed the radio star. Right. That is correct. Big J, pennies used to be made out of bronze and then copper, but now they're made mostly from what less expensive metal? I will give you choices. Okay. Zinc, aluminum, or lead? What are pennies made out of? Let's go with uh, zinc. Zinc is correct. Right. Good guess. Hail Mary complete. Steve, back to you. 
Uh, we need to know, Ben Affleck once won a California state championship in what pursuit? Was it horse riding, spelling, or poker? I'm going to go poker. Yes. Right. Ben Affleck uh, was a poker player. Big J, Whitney Houston broke through as an actress in the movie The Bodyguard, but she made her acting debut years earlier on what 80s TV sitcom? Let's go with The Cosby Show. The Cosby Show. Wrong. No. Decent guess, though. Uh, what if I said this show revolved around a uh, maid, a house cleaner? Oh, boy. Star Nell Carter. Does this help you at all? No. It was, I think it was a spinoff of Different Strokes. Is that also helping you? No. Then I don't know how many more clues Just I tell can... tell me what it is. Give me a break. You remember that movie? No. no. Right. TV show? No, you never, never watched Give it. Me a Break? Never heard of it. Oh, my God. Uh, you watch Different Strokes, though? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a spinoff of that. Well, Steve, that's all it takes, buddy. You are victorious. Congratulations. You got Nick Swartzen tickets coming your way. He's playing at the Rev Center tomorrow night. Hang on one second, brother. We'll hook you up with those and make sure you're set for that. And we will come back and do some headlines. Those are next on the X Rocks. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Important update. Hold on to everything and let it mellow. Important update. You've heard of drug lord Pablo Escobar, right? Yeah. Did you know that he had uh, escaped horny hippos that were just kind of running rampant on Colombia? I did not. He did. He used to keep really wild animals, which speaks to my theory that drug dealers love to do that kind of stuff. And hippos, which are incredibly dangerous to humans, were kept on his compound for a very long time. And when he, of course, was captured, they were let loose. And basically, they've been breeding across Colombia and they're horny as hell. And they've been unable to control the invasive species, and so there's hippos all over the place. And so vets are doing terrible things. They're castrating the Big J to make sure they control their population. And they're making a big deal about castrating these hippos, and people apparently are very happy about it because they're difficult animals. They've been very aggressive towards people, and they're very difficult to keep in other places. So they need to try to kind of make sure that they're not breeding any longer. So this is the route they're taking. Uh, so Escobar left the animals behind back in 1993, and officials have been struggling with their population ever since. But now they're just going to start, you know, taking care of them the old-fashioned way, I guess. Which is like, Jesus. I mean, yeah, you think invasive species like fish, and then and then uh, alligators or crocodiles or whatever in Florida, but hippos? Hippos, yeah. Apparently they're, they're huge, they're man. Huge. They're I mean, angry. They're aggressive. Yeah. Damn. So. Watch out for hippos, man. Now, again, this is we're not in Colombia, so we don't really have to worry about that. But if a, if a hippo were ever to get on the loose, I mean, I, I think I read a stat where they, they kill, like, more humans than any yeah. other, like, animal. It's crazy. They're very angry. Time they don't try like out us. hippo tacos. See what those taste like. Would you actually try a, a hippo, you know? Oh, what? God. Too sounds, fatty? Yeah. Ooh, sounds gross. Hold on to everything or let it mellow. Let it mellow. The oldest toilet in Japan, Big J, was damaged on Monday morning when a driver ended up basically backing into it. The 30-year-old man who was driving the uh, Preservation Association truck apparently accelerated while his vehicle was in reverse, and so the car ended up crashing through the wooden door of the Tefuki Temple in Kyoto and ended up hitting the communal commode, which is basically the oldest toilet to ever exist, and it's inside a Zen Buddhist temple, and basically the good news is no, I, nobody was injured, 
but this particular toilet was built over 500 years ago and it was used for monks that were training to understand the world of Zen Buddhism and that's where they went to the bathroom. It's where every monk that's ever been basically trained in Japan has gone to the bathroom for 500 years and now it no longer exists. Think of the knowledge and power in that crapper. Oh man, I mean that's where most really good thinking is done if we're being honest. Yeah. And so there had to be some really real moments of clarity in that particular toilet that are now forever forever damaged. So now they have mm. to build a new communal toilet. And I'm guessing it's probably was like an outhouse. You know, I'm sure it wasn't exactly the... I mean, it's 500 years old. Yeah. They didn't have indoor plumbing back then. So it probably... You think it was clean? Or any semblance of Other clean? months. Is there such a thing as a clean outhouse? That's the other question. Yeah, I mean, you. sure. All right. Well, uh, it no longer exists, so sorry. You're going to have to find another toilet, Zen Buddhist. Apologies. Not my fault. Namaste. Wrap it up with hold on to everything. Big J, the iPhone has been around for a while. Uh, It first came out in 2007 when it was a first-gen device, and somebody has just sold one of those iPhones for $39,000. Uh, they listed the device on Sunday at $2,500 for the auction, and then a bunch of people started going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Next thing you know, it sold for $39,339.60. Now, it is an unboxed phone, said to be in exceptional condition, but it is used. So it's not like it was something that's brand new in the box, never touched before, yeah. first-gen iPhone. This is just somebody's phone that they held on to and still had the original box, and somebody paid $40,000 these are things that we traded in at stores for like $15 a store credit, if you yeah. remember, yeah. back in the day. And so this is one of those things where the auction people are even like, we didn't even see this coming. We didn't know it was a thing. So again, don't ever throw anything away, electronics. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be worth money somehow. And I don't know why or how this is worth that much money. But I, I mean, I know iPhone's an important thing and it being a first gen is probably something. But again, it was used. Yeah, It wasn't like a brand new unboxed phone. I, I wonder what I can get for like a mini USB cable that um, that doesn't work anymore. What did you use it for? That's the that's the question. What kind of history does this cable have? Uh, for several podcasts. All right. Oh, man. That could be fancy. Uh, anything that's got a bunch of listens? Uh, no. no never of course mind not. It's, it's Morning After the Movies podcast. Oh, how dare you? That felt like an insult. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. You know, we're giving away these code words on a regular basis, and the whole idea is to try to give away $1,000 a day, which we've been doing every single weekday for over two weeks now, and it is time to get today's winner as well. Let's give her a call. Hello? Hello? Hi, is Kendry in, please? This is her. Kendry, hi. It is Nick and Big J from 100.3, the X Rocks. How are you? Awesome. How are you? We're really, really good. Hey, we're hoping we could probably, or at least try to, make your day a little bit better. Uh, you've been playing our Inflation Retaliation Contest where you text in code words and try to win $1,000, right? Yes, I have been. Uh, well, I have great news because we pulled your name this morning, Kendry. Congratulations. You're today's $1,000 winner. <laughs> That's my mom. Thank you so much. I was actually just listening. You have no how badly this is needed by my daughter. Oh, well, that's very amazing. We're happy to help out, and thank you very much for listening. Thank yeah. you all. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. 
Uh, well, we appreciate you listening. Can, if you don't mind me asking, is there something in particular you were going to do with the money now that it's coming your way? Probably get my car repaired. Maybe help with Christmas for my kids. Oh, that is sweet, yeah. you guys. Well, listen, uh, this is why we do this. We are very, very happy that we could help you out and your family. And uh, we appreciate you listening to a goofy rock station and, and playing along with us. So thank you very much. And we're happy that we pulled your name, Kendry. Congratulations. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kendry, and your entire family for listening and playing with us. Guys, this is why we do this stuff. We like to give away the money, and when people are happy to win it, it really does make our day. So uh, just so you know, it's a certain different local winner every single weekday. We're giving this money to people that actually listen to this radio station, which means the world to us, and we're happy to help out in a time when some people may need it more than others, but it's really cool that we're able to do that. Yeah, yeah. I hate that some people need it so much. Um, but at the same time, uh, boy, it's it's fun to hear people uh, get a chance to win $1,000. I mean, that's a lot of money. Man. It is. It's a lot of money. And we're happy to dish it out every single day, which is why we encourage you if you, you know, again, if you miss a code word, it's okay. If you only get in one per day, it's okay. You want to get in as many as possible. But listen, we know that lives happen, but we are actually really doing this. And we're giving away a ton of money, guys. And we'd like you to do it. So continue to listen for those code words. Additional chances today with inflation retaliation at 9, 11, 1, 3, and 5 o'clock. A little bit after those hours, Jason, Drew, and Adam will have additional code words for you as we move forward, and we're going to be doing this for a while going ahead, too, so keep listening for your chance to win some money, just like Kendry did. Congratulations to her, her mother, her kids, everybody involved. We really do appreciate them listening. We're going to do some bad impressions. That is happening next on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions, brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. And uh, we have our last pair of tickets here to Nick Swartzen. He's coming tomorrow at the Rev Center. Uh, Going to be a fun show, and uh, we'll get you set up with those if you can figure out Bad Impressions for this morning. Should be easy, though. All right, Big J says it's easy. Could be easy tickets to Nick Swartzen for tomorrow night, 208-287-1003. Here's the way it works. The maximum amount of clues that you will receive from Big J is three. Big <laughs> J, how many clues do you think it will take somebody to get to it today? Two. All right. He says two. We should play like an over-under game with this. Yeah, make That's some money. Uh, can we bet on bad impressions? <laughs> Gambling illegal in Idaho, but you and I can bet on bad impressions. Uh, and if you can guess what celebrity Big J is trying to be from those clues, then you will get our prize, which today is Nick Swartzen tickets. Big J, are you ready? Yep. To the phones we go. <clears throat> Good morning, the X. Hello? Oh, wait, hang on. My fault. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. What's your name? Trisha. All right, Trisha, you're up first. Good luck. Come here, right, you hey. little pumpkin head. Uh, give me the next one, please. Get to the chopper. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. She was right. In two. Good job, Trisha. You're going to go check out Nick Schwarzen tomorrow. Please hang on one second. We'll send you to the Rev Center. And why is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the news? Arnold and uh, Sly uh, yesterday posting pictures. Uh, they were uh, doing some uh, pumpkin carving, allegedly, <laughs> with, like, huge survival knives. I saw that picture, and I was like, that's that's not a real thing. But it was great to see. I enjoyed yeah. it very much. It made me smile. So Sly posted it on his Instagram, and then Arnold posted it on his Instagram. The question is, what's going on? Yeah. Now, uh, so Sly, uh, he, you know, they, they were uh, 
allegedly in Arnold's office. You can see pictures in the background. It's obviously Arnold's place. Uh, so maybe they get together every now and then. I mean, you know, they've been business partners uh, with Planet Hollywood in the past, and uh, they do a lot of stuff together, and they do quite a bit of, of charity things together as well. Uh, clearly, they are good friends now, but uh, are they working on something? Is this uh, Expendables 4 stuff? What's oh, happening? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did they? And they didn't give any hints in like the capture or anything. Nothing except okay. those big, huge, damn knives. All right. Well, maybe they're starting a knife business. It probably would be uh, something that they could get together on and do. But I could like to see them working together again in a project. I would like to speculate, though. Has it's happened before, right? Like, wasn't he in an Expendables? Yeah, he's yeah. been in a couple. Okay, I was gonna say I thought they had done some stuff together. Maybe because uh, four, it's complete, right? I don't know that for okay. sure. I do not know. Because I saw the promotional stuff, which makes me always think that at least something's in the can. But we have another one of those coming at some point. Don't know when or where, but it's happening. Expendables 4 is happening. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That's a good one. That's from Breaking Benjamin and Star Sets. Waiting on the sky to change here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Big show today, man. Congratulations to Kendry. We got a chance to call her and give her $1,000 today. That felt fantastic. Your chance to be that person we call tomorrow continues with inflation retaliation and your code words. Four more of those coming your way today. Also had a chance to play another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. No solution on our show, but that clue will air again today at 1230 and 530. And then if no Nobody solves it today. We got another clue coming your way tomorrow morning at 7.30. And Big J approved a movie that's available for you to watch on Netflix called The Curse of Bridge Creek. And you can check that out. Bridge Hollow. Bridge Hollow. Bridge Hollow. You can check that out on Netflix if you would like. He did enjoy it, as did the entire family. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, I know it's a little early, but uh, those planning on uh, a delicious turkey for Thanksgiving, maybe move along to something different because uh, the spread of bird flu can affect the price and availability of turkeys this season. Uh, Prices, uh, 73% increase. Good God. It sounds like uh, this is a perfect excuse for take two for the Big J Thanksgiving prime rib. Agree or disagree? Yeah, man. Uh, did you prepare that last time? Did you make it? No, that was uh, that was my father-in-law. Okay. The, uh, the one that you came to? Yes. Yeah, no, I did not do that. Okay, but it was delicious. Yeah, and that's why it was delicious. I didn't do <laughs> that's it. That's not true. You're very good at cooking. Babe. Yeah, I don't know about not Not quite that level. Uh, but uh, maybe it's time to bring back the prime rib, Big J. How say you? Oh, I say great. The rest of the family, we want turkey. You're going to have to buy turkey yeah. no matter how expensive it is? Probably. How do you prepare it? Do you do you bake it, oven bake it, or do you make Roast it? Do you smoke oh, yeah. it? Do you yeah. do it with the, the big grill or no? No, I, I, that's that's all, the smoking the turkeys. It's a tough business. Is it because um, it's it's such a big bird? So to get it done right, it's just it's very difficult, man. It's a, it's a balance, right? You have to be able to uh, know what you're doing, and that could be a challenge from time to time. Well, uh, start planning ahead because Thanksgiving is a little over a month away, and apparently you got to start saving now. That's it for us. Jason Drew got a loan. is coming in. He locked for your turkey. Uh, he's coming in next. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. RV. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.